Eternals eccentric entrance, Morbius movie moves mysteriously in all this and more on Geekly Bi-Weekly. The teeny little goblin almost sent me. I almost left into the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> um, wonderfully done. Uh, what's up, you gorgeous geeks? Welcome to Geekly Bi-Weekly, your new favorite podcast for geek news, pop culture, and discussion. My name is Hogan. And I'm Ida. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you guys. We've got kind of a short show for you guys tonight, but I do have to make the announcement that uh, this is going to be our second to last show of the year. Yes. After this, we're going to be taking a tiny little break for ourselves, uh, getting ready for the new Spider-Man movie that's going to be coming out. Um, But until then, we've got a pretty decent show for you guys tonight. I don't want to say pretty decent. I'm uh, pretty excited about this one. How are you feeling tonight, Ida? I am feeling great, Hogan. I am happy to uh, be recording again. (laughs) Right? I love this for us. All right, so let's jump into it. We're just going to be covering Eternals today and a couple uh, trailers. Or not actually a couple trailers. One trailer and one poster. Yes. Listen, The Eternals was a long movie. The Eternals was a great movie. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I absolutely mm. loved this movie. Mm. Hold on. Did you just say, hmm? Mm. All right. Talk to me. We What's going on? We have some opposing thoughts here. Now, hold on a minute. Why didn't you mention this earlier? Well, because I figured this was great podcast chat. Okay. All right. Let's see what's going on. Talk to me about it. How do, how do we feel about this movie? So, I thought it was really good. Um... But again, I'm feeling a little bit like this was very exposition heavy. I feel like it was, again, kind of just on the part of what I would expect of a more early Marvel movie. And I know that I can be, really? you know, completely opposed to a lot of people here. Um, I'm not sure. But yeah, for me... It was a good movie. It was all right, but it definitely wouldn't be up there in what I would consider one of the great Marvel movies. Really? Now, that yeah. is genuinely a surprise to me. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Because I, I mean, obviously, our, our, our opinions are not going to be uh, the exact same, but um, <laughs> I, I personally really, really genuinely enjoyed this movie. Um, a lot of people were saying, a lot of critics were saying that. It was just super dense. Mm -hmm. And they're absolutely right. It was a dense movie, but I feel like we as, this is going to sound totally uh, pretentious, but we as a society, because of everything that's been going on with COVID, we had the opportunity to just binge watch shows. So we were taking everything in basically all at once. So people aren't really wanting to pay attention as long anymore. They kind of want everything up front and to make things shorter. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And that's not just like, as far as like, TV shows go or whatever, like like we're also doing, we're seeing that in our internet media, like as YouTube videos are getting shorter. Um, TikTok is like the biggest thing right now, and yeah. their videos are three minutes tops. Yep. Um, the shortest videos you can get on there are like three 15 seconds. Fifteen seconds. Fifteen yeah, seconds? No, dude, I've seen uh, videos. Three, like seconds, three seconds. Yeah, so you can get the content in. Yeah, it's really quick. So it, it makes sense that people feel like it's dense because it is dense, but it wasn't too much for in my personal opinion. I don't feel like it was too much of a movie. If you were willing to pay attention and follow along, you are right. There was a lot of exposition in this movie. That was my thing. Like, I don't mind it if it's dense or whatnot, but it just was so like, let's really be this into your heads so that you fully know and it's like i get it we get it 
like it's okay let's move on no please expand on that because I, I really am wanting to hear more of what you have to say about because for me it again it was just like all right so they're the eternals so they were made wait hold on hold on before you go on oh my god i forgot to say this spoilers. Spoilers. we are going spoilers. to very spoiler heavy territory right now we're about to talk about some shit that like a lot of twists and turns in this movie yeah so continue my bad no we should have done that at the top we really need to put that in our intro right matt can we find a way to put anyways matt i yeah. love you so much hey, yeah great. we appreciate you matt but yeah so for me like i i get their eternals okay that's cool like i i again that's not to say that as well i enjoyed so many aspects of this movie i thought that it really brought forward a lot of things that have been lacking in marvel movies as well but i i don't need to hear like five ten different times how they're not going to evolve or change or you know that they're the eternals and they're this okay great or there's the deviants but we're not really going to go into the deviants a whole lot just that they're the deviants and i just i don't i don't know Mm, okay okay i um i don't completely agree like i like i said i do agree with the exposition there was quite a bit of it um i mean it started with a somewhat slow scroll of i know explaining what's going on and i liked that why are we reading like i get that but also why are we reading just get into it like (laughs) just but then like that would have taken up extra time that they would have had to like extra time and extra money that they would have had to either animate something or have the actual actors on set for all this nonsense. Um, I feel like in the, what, less than 10 sentences that they used in the very beginning to explain what was going on and who they, who they were uh, was just enough. And then it really does get into it. Like, it starts off pretty damn, uh, pretty damn good. Pretty, uh, I don't want to say action-heavy, but it was very, very action-y at the beginning of the movie. What I will say to that point, though, is that, yeah, okay, they maybe would have had to do something, but in every other Marvel movie, there hasn't been reading. And and every other Marvel movie, you know, there's people who are going to be going in with no concept of who these characters are. There's always going to be one, at least one person. Yeah, They've never had to have a scroll to explain those characters. You just get the feel for them by watching them on the screen, seeing the story unfold. I didn't necessarily need to know exactly who these characters were or why they were there because, again, there was so much goddamn exposition as to why they were there and why what their mission was and, you know, explaining it to um, Dane, you know, that in and of itself, that could have told the entire story without the need for these scrolling words at the beginning of the film. Like, yeah, it just there were so many points where I felt it was just reiterating the same thing that could have been used in other ways or you felt like it was a little too repetitive a little bit and then as well there were certain points where i wish i could have seen some of the more you know i hate to say side eternals lives you know we got to see little aspects of certain ones but we didn't get to see all of them or what they were all really up to why did um drew Okay. Druig, yeah. Yeah, Druig. Um, why did he have a whole colony? What, like, what's going on with that? Uh, as well with um, uh, Makari. What was Makari doing other than just fucking around in the ship? Like, what was she doing prior? Why? How did she get to the ship by herself? 
Well, well, hold on. I think what that uh, that is actually kind of explained in the movie. I think she was literally just sitting there waiting for them to go home. Like she stayed on the ship and was like, "I'll just wait till we get orders to go home," kind of thing. Like she didn't want to have a life outside of everything, you know. But I don't know, because then as well, there were very modern things. How how'd she get those then? They were like modern snacks. Yeah, that is true. She did have Twinkies. So like. She had to have gone out somewhere, and they had said, like, oh, yeah, she came back to the ship after a couple centuries. Hmm. How did she get the ship by herself? Like, Yeah, no, no, now that you mentioned that, actually, that's just something that I didn't really even think about. Um, Like, there's just certain little things where it's like, I wish that had maybe been expanded upon just a little. Okay, no, that definitely makes sense, and that's totally a valid uh complaint and something yeah. that should have been brought up um <laughs> are huh. the major plot points no but like it was enough <laughs> no yeah you're not wrong you're absolutely not wrong um like you said at the beginning of uh with like the exposition stuff instead of reading would you prefer that they had erishim kind of like read what was uh being said instead of having to have us read it is that something that you would have liked instead Maybe. I mean, as well, it could have just kind of been hovering dialogue over pre-existing footage. Or, you know, I mean, like, I'm sure there was edited footage that they could have put something together. Mm. I say, well, having no editing experience in Matt, it's going to be like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, Matt cut everything she just said. She, did, she doesn't get to talk anymore. Wow. I just, I feel like, Again, with what we saw in the movie, we could have easily come to that same conclusion without having the scrolling. Granted, the scrolling wasn't bad. I didn't mind it. Um, it definitely was like a, oh, okay. Um, but then it totally threw me for a loop where it's like really dark, white lettering, and then boom, red. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, my eyes, you know, but like. You're right. It was like super dark lettering. And then it's like, bam, the fucking sun is here. And it was literally the sun. It was really jarring. Yeah. So I just, I feel like there were certain things that they could have just cut or streamlined a little bit. And I feel like I'm doing what I'm complaining about, just reiterating the same point. But, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. It's totally valid to say what you're saying. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people that feel yeah. the same way. Um, Let's hear your thoughts, Hogan. I, oh, geez. Uh, like I said earlier, it was a dense movie, very much so. Um, mm-hmm. It was comprehensive in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, there are obviously going to be some little things in there that don't get explained that you kind of wish that did. One of which is um, how Cersei, when she was fighting one of the uh, one of the deviants, turns it into a fucking tree. Yeah. And that's what? something that never How? got in. Like, she's just, like, nope. able to do it now. And uh, it, it just, it literally never gets explained in the movie because she she ends up yep. using that same power on the uh, Celestials um, to turn it into stone, which I thought was a gorgeous scene. It looked super great. But at the same time, I'm kind of imagining that, like, all the governments of the world are seeing this giant thing coming out of the ocean <laughs> and they're like, dude, we just fucking dealt with Thanos. Now what is going on? Yup. Like, leave us alone, please. Um, <laughs> I do want to see how it's, that's going to affect the rest of the, uh, the the Marvel Universe going forward, because that's actually a super fucking huge event right there. Yeah, it is. And the fact that literally no one, even like, even uh, Doctor Strange knew about something like this going on really blows my mind. 
granted, we don't necessarily know what the after effects are going to be just yet. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, 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 yeah, but I'm not like, saying, like, we know exactly what's going to happen after, but, like... How did we not see it ahead of time? Yeah. It was never brought up. Like, Wakanda didn't know about it, and they're, like, deep in the earth. Well, okay, but I guess if you do kind of go back to the story, though, the whole deviance kind of coming back out was because of the snap. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right about so that. So they probably didn't have enough time. Like, they weren't going to know the after effects of the snap and wouldn't have had a way to see that far ahead of time post-snap. So, I mean, like, it makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. yeah. I mean, moving forward with... Sorry. with, with no, 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 don't even apologize about it. Um, I want to get into uh, a couple of the characters. Yes. Uh, fastest. Yes. And shit. Makari. That's her name. Thank you, Makari. Oh my god, she was literally right under fastest. Um, I was thinking about it last night. I was thinking about all all their names and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I think because all of them are a play on like uh old mythology and uh, stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like fastest is. A play on Hephaestus, the armorer of the gods. Yeah. Um, which would make sense because he's like the creator and he's like the, he's uh, the intelligence weapons and technology inventor. Yeah. Well, yeah, not even so much intelligence weapons. Like he's um, he's like their tinker. He's the one that yeah. like would would uh, move stuff forward and technology for. He's the technology guy. That's what I'm going for. Uh, he is a gay man in the movie. I know. And he had an on-screen kiss with another man in it the movie. so good. Which was fantastic, and I just recently read that Disney has chosen not to censor that scene Correct. when they send it overseas, yeah. which is a bold fucking move on their part. Yeah, no, it was a fantastic move. That is something. Bravo, Disney. Yeah, Bravo, like, Marvel good for them team. on that. But also, we have the character Makari, who is played by Lauren uh, Ridloff, who is actually deaf in real life. Yes. And her character in the movie is also deaf. Mm-hmm. And they don't try to use uh, Selma Hayek as Ajak, who is the healer of the group. They don't try to use her powers with Fastest's powers to try and fix her her uh her deafness yeah because in my eye and how i feel about this is that they don't see it as a disability they don't see it as an issue they see yeah. it as oh that's how she is okay cool let's keep fighting like <clears throat> they take like like who she is as a deaf person and they leave it at that they don't make it her only personality trait like like she is much more than just a deaf superhero she is Obviously, like, like I can't even explain it, but I was really, really surprised and really, um, really happy to see that they didn't try yeah. to f- quote unquote fix her because they realized that she's not broken. Well, and really, when you take into consideration how the Eternals are made, they were made specifically the way that they are. Yeah, um, which that's one of the twists in the movie is that um, Sprite. Yeah, they weren't chosen from planet Olympia; they were literally made by one of the Celestials. Uh, and they've done this where they uh, they they go to a planet, basically terraform it to create another celestial, and then destroy, destroy the, planet the planet on their way out, and then have their minds wiped, which is like the big uh, kind of one of the big twists in the movie. 
um, that comes about halfway through, and then we get another twist later on in the movie that we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what did you think about those two characters in particular, Fastus and Makari? I thought it was super great, um, both of them. So with Faustus having the first openly on-screen gay character um, that depicted such a happy, loving home, you know, with the sweet family, you know, his husband was so adorable and his son as well. Just, oh, I loved seeing that. Um, but at the same time, I I shouldn't be this giddy about seeing normal families. <laughs> like... So yeah, as for Makari, I thought it was really great having an on-screen deaf character while also portrayed by an a deaf individual uh, because that's really important. There've been some entertainment and, you know, movies, TV content where it's deaf characters played by hearing people. So yeah. it's not going to be the same. And I thought as well, it was really creative. I read an article um, just before the movie came out where it was talking with Lauren Ridloff about how she had to kind of overcome some of the issues on set because there would be certain points where she'd be turned away from the directors and they'd need her to hit her cues and her marks. And she's like, I can't see them like and you yeah. guys can't clue me in so angelina jolie went why don't we use a laser pointer and so oh, they did really smart they would use a laser pointer to key lauren ridloff into all right i need to turn now i need to do this or i need to hit this mark and i thought that was really neat as well to know like not only is this actress you know doing a kick-ass job and this role that's really neat as well, how she's so creative and she just wants to learn and have all this knowledge and, you know, how then as well her on-set acting counterparts and crew were willing to help her and find ways to work around those challenges. So, yeah. 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 No, you're absolutely right. Um, the, the It seems like the cast and crew worked together really well. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to see them all work together. Like, one issue that some people had is that they they felt like there wasn't enough chemistry for these people that have been together for 7,000 years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Admittedly, um, I did not get the moment so that they started fighting with each other, not against each other, but, like, started fighting it seemed it was flawless it was seamless there was nothing mm -hmm. like they worked together super well um and i want to say that it it didn't seem like they had chemistry because they had been away from each other for so long mm -hmm. and i feel like that was mostly written into their characters and not like uh, an issue with the cast i feel like they did that on purpose because they had been away from each other for so long for what a couple hundred years at that point you know at least yeah one thing that i did want to bring up is that i am i really enjoyed because they had uh, angelina jolie and selma hayek which is arguably the biggest names in this movie mm -hmm. i really enjoyed that it didn't rely on their star power to drive the movie oh for sure it let everyone else shine just as well as it let angelina jolie and selma hayek shine Except for Selma Hayek because she died. Yeah. Um, she's she's super fucking dead in this movie. Um, well, but she's she's still around because again exposition and like yeah and flashbacks. flashbacks and stuff. 
But yeah, she definitely, I was not expecting her to die that quickly. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, honestly, I wasn't expecting any of them to die. I thought, I really thought it was going to be like, oh, cool. The team gets back together and everyone's going to be happy and shit. Oh, no, I figured she'd die. And well, no, because we had Selma Hayek die. We had, or, so, let me try that again. We had Ajax, who's played by Selma Hayek, die. We had uh, Gilgamesh, who's played by Don Lee, die. We had uh, Icarus, who's played by Richard Madden, die. Yeah. Sprite doesn't die, but, like, goes on to live as a human. Yeah, everybody else lives. Um, so, I mean, out of the, the, the ten people in the team, you've got four of them that are uh, gone at that point. Yeah. And I thought it was, I thought I thought that was a nice little touch because it's, like, the team didn't get to stay all together, but they they worked it out and they ended up, you know, obviously saving the day at the end of the film. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. which we all knew was going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. That was going to happen unless they did like a part two kind of thing, which I'm not sure how I would have liked that. But that doesn't matter like because it never happened. Um, but like I was saying, it, it didn't rely on star power to drive the movie. That being said. Harry fucking Styles. I know. That was so good as well. It was... Oh my God, what a gorgeous man. Patton Oswalt going yeah. into Harry Styles. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, that, was that reveal so was super fucking great. Um, for those of you that don't know, Harry Styles uh, shows up at the end of the movie playing a character named Star Fox who is that's like his superhero name or eros yeah his actual name is eros he is the brother of thanos yep he is the prince of titan mm -hmm. he uh is super fucking gorgeous and i couldn't look away he already has really great on-screen chemistry yes and oh, he's he was very charismatic oozing the charisma yeah like there wasn't a moment that when he was on screen i was like i I want to look away, like not even, not even a little bit. Oh my God. How did you feel about that reveal? I was not expecting it to be him. Um, and then, yeah, I was glued to the screen. Also, oh, you didn't see any of the, 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 the uh, spoilers. Nope. I avoided all of it. Oh, lucky you oh. fucking, <laughs> I ended up seeing it on accident on, um, on Instagram. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. They were talking about like how, how some writer from variety got to go to the premiere and then goes on Twitter and starts talking about the movie and like who shows up at the end and blah, 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 blah. What the fuck? And I accidentally read it and I was like, God damn it. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, why would you post this? Why the movie isn't even out for like another two weeks and you're going to go and post this shit. Are you kidding me? Um, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, I hate assholes like that. Yeah. I was, I was super pissed off, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you've got uh, Harry Styles and then uh, someone that I absolutely love. You have uh, Patton Oswalt in this movie. I know he's just, he's as a human. I think he's super great. Um, yeah, he's a great human. Um, I love him. And oh, I just I was so happy, so happy. Patton Oswalt is actually voicing a character that everyone speculated that Peter Dinklage would be playing in Infinity War, and no, no, not even Infinity War. He wasn't in Infinity War. He was in Endgame. Uh, mm -hmm. Patton, uh, Patton, Patton Oswalt is playing Pip the Troll, who is basically like uh, Arrow slash Star Fox's um hype man but also like his buddy yeah um and i said after we got out of the movie i was like if anything happens to him and he dies or gets hurt to the point that like he can't go on anymore i'm going to fucking lose it and everyone in the group that we were watching it with was like yeah no he's totally gonna get fucked up yeah exactly he is totally gonna die 
and I'm so mad about it because you're probably right. Yeah, no, he's gonna end up dead. Like, it's gonna happen. You just have to brace yourself for that. <sighs> Jeez, well, that was only part one of the um of the uh, end credit scene. That was just the mid credit scene. After yes. like that, all the way at the very end of the movie, um, we see Kit Harrington's character, which, by the way, Kit Harrington's in this movie and he's great. Um, mm-hmm. his character is named Dane Whitman, who we later find out. Uh, it ends up playing the character like we don't they don't show him on the movie but he is a character called the black knight and he has this sword that like he he ends up not i want to say inheriting through his family and whatever then he goes to um touch it and right before he touches it a voice is like dane are you sure you're ready to do that Mm-hmm. And um, I immediately knew that voice, though. Really? Did you? Yeah. How did you know who this was? Th- oh, maybe I'm wrong. Did I not see that? No, no, no. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Shit. Tell me, who do you think it was? Oh, no, I was completely wrong. Sorry. I, <laughs> I was already on Wiki. Yeah, I, it sounded to me like it was Nick. Okay. But yeah, no, I was completely wrong and I Well, was I was talking to some excited. customers at my work today. Uh-huh. And like we were talking about this movie and I brought that up. I was like, "Yeah, do you guys know who that was?" And one of them goes, "You know what? Honestly, I thought it was uh the watcher from What If." Oh, that would have been interesting. And I was like, "I could have seen that too." But uh director Chloe Zhao confirmed that it is our first taste of Mahershala Ali as Blade. Yeah. Which I think is fan-fucking-tastic. I'm excited for that. I'm personally excited. I know that his movie or his movie's supposed to be coming out October 7th, 2022, but I feel like that was one of the movies that was also pushed back, wasn't it? Um, It may have been pushed back, and then uh, it got pushed forward again, because it's looking to me on uh, some cursory news reports that it's been pushed up. And is expected to come out sooner than they imagined. Hmm. Yeah. But either way, I'm excited. We have no information on it yet. So No information yet, but I'm, I, I mean, Mahershala Ali is a, is a fantastic actor in general. Yes. I'm excited. He, I'm really excited is. to see him rebooting Blade. I, I, oh, my God. So all in all, actually, you know, before I go, we go to the all in all, I do have a review sent in from a listener because I put Ooh. those out every now and then. One of our listeners named RJ uh, sent in a review and said, at first glance, the Eternals might seem like Marvel rehashing the broken team facing a world-ending threat plot, think Avengers or Guardians, but it serves as an important piece to the figurative MCU puzzle with the introduction of the Celestials and other characters that are sure to play a big part in phase four. It also poses a lot of philosophical questions, just as if not more challenging than the ship of Theseus from uh, WandaVision. Mostly centered around purpose versus desire, as well as the importance of protecting what one loves. The MCU fan might find it more interesting than the non-MCU fan, but it's still worth the watch. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean... A good review. Thank you, RJ. Uh, as usual, you yes, are uh, fantastic with your words. If they do a second one, which I'm sure they're going to with the way that that movie ended. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I really want them to dive into each character's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I want to see them in their personal lives and the shit that they went through. And also, I want to see more Harry Styles. Yes. Um, all right. Give me final thoughts. What are you thinking? 
Uh, I thought it was a fun movie. It's definitely worth the watch. Um, but yeah, it's definitely exposition heavy and a bit dense. So, you know, drink some coffee beforehand. <laughs> yeah, don't catch like a, a late night showing of it because you, you... will be so tired. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say that it was boring, because it wasn't boring. No, it wasn't boring, and I mean, it definitely kept your attention enough that it would be kind of hard to fall asleep, but at the same time, there was definitely a lot of like, ooh, okay, this scene's going on for a while. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see that. Final thoughts, Hogan? Um, I would definitely go see it again. Oh, okay. I liked it enough that I would definitely go see it again. I feel like there was some stuff that... I missed the first time around. Oh yeah, like I'm sure. uh, how you guys uh, made fun of me. So at the end of the movie, after everything is said and done, uh, the character Icarus uh, offs himself by flying out of or off the Earth and into outer space, and flings himself into the sun. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's such a cool moment!" Like he, he he killed himself because he knew he fucked up, which you'll find out about that. Yeah. And so we were walking out of the movie, and I think it was my sister goes, yeah, I just felt like it was a little on the nose that, like, you yeah. know, Icarus flew into the sun. And I'm standing there like the fucking idiot that I am. I'm like, oh, my God, how did I not realize that that's what they were going yeah. for? <laughs> oh, God, I felt stupid after that, because I was like, it, it, it's literally his name. Icarus flew yeah. too close to the sun. No, he, he flew no, into he the flew sun this time. into the sun. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways. <laughs> Um, hey, I can be quite the fool sometimes. But you weren't as embarrassed as I was when my phone went off. Oh my god! Okay, so let me tell you guys about this real quick. It's like the big, like the big climactic moment. Uh, Cersei is finally uh, using all of her power to to turn the celestial into stone, and really quietly next to me, you hear an alarm going off. And I'm like, oh man, some fucking person in the theater has their alarm going off. And I'm like, why does it sound so close to me? Oh, because it's literally right next to me. <laughs> the, I, and I like the look that I gave our, our, our favorite host. Oh my God. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I was like, dude, what the fuck? fuck are you doing oh okay so in my defense i it was a normal work day for me and we have a reminder to close the register at a specific time and i forgot to turn it off (laughs) and then i didn't realize because i I, again i had that realization of like who the fucking idiot who has the alarm <laughs> and then i realized it was me i was the idiot um because, so you know yeah. what because of me missing the 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 shot that was like right on the nose and between that and your alarm going off uh matt do us a favor and ring the shame bell uh just just ring it just like for a little bit because uh we both i feel like we both deserve it honestly deserve that was it. I want uh, Hannah uh, Waddington to shame me. Shame. Sure, that's a name that you just said. I have no idea who that is. That's the um, actress who played the. In Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I couldn't. I got like a season and a half into she's it, and I was like, "This is terrible." In Ted Lasso, and she's so, so wonderful. Yeah, watch which you've watched show. like seventeen times, right? At least, 
at least oh it was a God. comfort show for a long time. Anyways, um, so what about that? Okay, so um, before, well, let's, let's not jump into Teeny Little Goblin just yet. Uh, we are going to jump over to a trailer tracker with this one real quick. We're supposed to be getting another Spider-Man trailer. I don't fucking know when, but we're yeah, supposed to be getting it. one. Um, the problem with it is that uh, Sony and Marvel can't make up their fucking mind on what they want to show. No. Um, at this point, I want to say it's more than likely confirmed that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in this movie. Yep. But Marvel and Sony are arguing with each other on whether they want to show them in the trailer or not. Um, My personal opinion, don't fucking do it. Yeah, I don't want to see them yet. Wait. Like, it's already been spoiled that they're going to be in the movie. Fuck, that's fucked up. But, like, hold out. Because it's... It's like it's it's like a month away from at this point. Yeah. First of all, just hold out. Second of all, they are not going to be in the movie. I'm calling it now. They are not going to be in the movie long enough that showing them in the trailer is going to be worth it. I would rather just see that content on the screen because it is going to be like I'm not going to say half the content, but like a third of the content in the yeah, trailer. You're not wrong. You're like, not wrong at all. It's so hyped up that if they're in the movie for longer than like 15 minutes total screen time, I'm going to be surprised. You really think it's going to be less than that? I think it's going to be really close to like 15 minutes to half an hour, maybe. So uh, as of right now, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is looking at a runtime of two hours and 39 minutes, which, uh, I mean, they could give us a lot of good content of, of uh, Toby and Andrew on this movie. They could. And I think that they should. I don't think that they will. Um, that being said, they're well into filming this movie and or done already. So I don't understand why. Uh, it, I mean, whatever they do, it's it's too late. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like they can fix it at this point. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, tell us tell us about this um this this poster go into describing it and uh use this uh, time so that i can talk to my girlfriend because she's calling me right now so we finally got our spider-man no way home poster and it is spidey front and center out in what looks like some rubble and coming at him are some of doc ox octopus arms and uh in the background you can see lightning from what I'm going to imagine is Electro. And uh, then in the very, very back, there is a teeny little goblin uh, on his little goblin glider. And uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely hyping it up for me. I do think that it is a pretty cool looking poster, though the fact we're getting it with like a month left. Yeah, the first poster's coming like, out a month and ten days before the fucking movie, which is like, unprecedented for for Marvel and Disney and all that. Um, yeah. If you look at the poster, like you said, the teeny tiny little goblin. Um, he is wearing his suit from the first Spider-Man movie. Yes. Um, not only is it the suit, but it's the glider from the first movie, which yes, 
is a big surprise to me. I didn't think that they were going to be pulling out all the stops like that. I thought it was going to be like, you know, maybe like an updated glider or something. But no, they're they're going they're going glider glider. Yeah. Um which is exciting and cool. There is a rumor going around though that Doc Ock is going to basically completely destroy the uh, Iron Spider arms mm-hmm. and has found a way to absorb that technology into his octopus arms. Ooh, interesting. Yes, very interesting. I'm very excited to see what they do with that. Like I said, the movie's sitting at two hours, 39 minutes, which makes it the longest Spider-Man film to date. Yes, which I'm excited about. All right, so let's move forward. We oh, got hold one on, more though. Thing. Oh, uh, what? <gasps> what do I do? Okay, um, one thing, though, that because I've just been staring at the poster, I'm wondering is the rubble in the back, it does look an awful lot like sand. So is that a confirmation that Sandman is also in the movie? Um, I would say that what would confirm that Sandman is in the movie. And is the fact he's already cast, and I'm just oh, an idiot. Well, no, the fact that there is sand swirling around Yeah, no, that, that's that's what I meant. It's just I oh. just now am the dumbass putting that together. Because I was <laughs> so like, then, oh yeah. Well, if we look at it, that means that we got what four of the Sinister Six right there. We got yeah. Doc Ock's arms. We got the sand. We got the lightning, and we got uh, um, which you know what? Maybe this trailer is telling us that uh, Green Goblin is actually that size in the movie. Yes, <laughs> that would be so good. And then um, Tom Holland has to find Rick Moranis to try to unshrink him. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I want Rick Moranis as a villain. Right? That would be so good. It would be so good. Uh, we'd have to talk about who he would, he would get to play, though. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Anyways, lastly. Lastly, we are going to jump over to the Morbius trailer. Yeah. I don't want to say that we're going to go uh, in depth in this one because like, there's not really much that you can talk about. Um, there is one point that he, he says something like he's talking about his newfound powers that he says uh, something that really set me off um, because he's supposed to be like the world. Like, he's supposed to be like some super fucking smart surgeon, doctor bullshit. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I've got heightened strength and some kind of bat radar. <laughs> you mean sonar, motherfucker? Just, just you, you, you know the word sonar. I know you do. Call it what it fucking is, dumbass. Why would you say bat radar? He's pretentious. He's pre- <laughs> he is pretentious. God, I'm so mad that I love Jared Leto. Yeah. I am just going to come out and say it. Uh, Morbius looks... Infinitely times more uh, entertaining than Venom. Yes, it does. The Venom movies straight up looked like garbage. I watched the first one. Uh, lo and behold, was garbage. Yeah, I still haven't watched either. Oh, you haven't watched it? Uh-uh. Yeah, honestly, they're not worth it. Like, like if you're going to watch Venom, the first one, get really fucking high before you do it. Ooh, that's a good idea. Right? That's me when I do a lot of movies, though. <laughs> oh my god, no. I mean, well, yeah, I guess whatever, whatever. <laughs> Not my fucking problem. As long as you're paying attention enough to uh, make sure that you know what you're talking about when we're watching these movies. Oh, I'm um, not talking about these movies. Oh, <laughs> just like Willy Wonka? Yeah. Oh, hmm. dude, no. That tunnel of horror. Oh, not, right. No. Mm-mm. Imagine being on shrooms and doing that shit. Oh, no. Ooh. 
Hey, uh, look at that. We're I, not supposed to be talking about drugs on here. Anyways, um, I mean, we can, but like, that's not the main point. We were talking about legal drugs. Yeah. Like. Anyways. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Morbius. Um, the pretentious motherfucker. Which fucking universe are we in with, with this movie? You've got Adrian Toomes, who's played by, um, I almost said Kurt Russell. Who is that? What's his name? Michael Keaton. Thank you. You, uh, yeah. What, what fucking universe are we in? Because we've got Adrian Toomes, who's played by Michael Keaton, who was the Vulture in uh, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. And then you have them mention twice in one trailer, Venom. Yeah. And then in the background, you've also got a poster of Spider-Man with the words uh, "murder" written over it, which is weird because that it's the um, Tobey Maguire suit Mm -hmm. but it's not just the toby Maguire suit it's also a picture from the spider-man ps4 game oh weird yeah so it's not even just like regular ass spider-man it's spider-man the video game i don't know where we're going with this i am so and i hope we get some kind of like explanation because what the fuck is going on in this movie i'm I'm still gonna go watch i'm definitely gonna go watch this movie and hope for the best um but one point they did show uh, the Oscorp building, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to say it was the guys over at Nerdist pointed out that. Hold on. Oh, boy. God damn it. That was something me yawning. <sighs> Matt, keep that in if you want. I don't care. Um, <laughs> at one point, the guys over at Nerdist show that uh, it's not like a regular or new Oscorp logo. It's the same one from the uh, Andrew Garfield movie. That's weird. Which universe are we in? I mean, maybe No Way Home will explain some of it. God, I sure hope so. Maybe this is kind of all happening while the multiverse is being ripped apart, or maybe the multiverse is kind of like permanently shattered until it isn't. Yeah, honestly, with... Whatever's going to happen in No Way Home or not, I'm not sure what we're going to see happen in that movie. Yeah. Um, this, is, <laughs> this is genuinely, I think, the first time in a long time with a Marvel movie that like, I'm going into it and I'm like, I don't know what's about to fucking happen. Bow. Yeah. What, what, what was that noise? Please, <laughs> that do, that, do that one more time. Bow. Oh, God. I love that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. You've never heard me do that before? No, not even once. Oh, yeah. God, I loved that. I'm, we're <laughs> we're going to have to keep that as a clip somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, genuinely no idea what's going to go on in this movie. I'm yeah. excited to see what happens. Um, give me your thoughts on the trailer and what you think is going to happen. I thought it was super cool, spooky. Um, I like Jared Leto, so it'll be interesting to see him in the Marvel Universe now. Um, I think it's really weird how many Marvel DC crossovers we're getting, um, but like I'm here for it because there's a lot of really great actors in both sides. Um, but yeah, I am excited to see what's going to happen, but I have no clue what this is about other than a pretentious living vampire. Um, basically like like uh, uh, Doctor Strange, but vampire. Um, yeah. Whereas my sister called him uh, Batman with powers, which <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, he's yeah man bat man bat. 
I, yeah. I mean, I've already given my thoughts on this uh, yeah. over and over and over. Um, I'm definitely going to go see it. That's one of those things I'm going to go see. And when it comes out, we'll definitely give it a good little review. Because yes, that's what we do here on Geekly Bi-Weekly. I'm excited for the movie. I think it's going to be fun. I think it'll be different because it yeah. does look like it has some good horror aspects. Grungy. Yeah. I might watch out, want to watch out with that one because uh might cut yourself on all the edge, you know? Ew. Sharp <laughs> like your wit. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, I think we should end <laughs> the show with that one. Um... Before we go, I just want to let you guys know uh, that uh, we love you guys so much. So um, much. And thank you for tuning in all the time, or at least whenever you do. Um, this is going to be our last episode uh, of the, or second to last episode of the year until we get to, hmm, the movie comes out the 20th or the 17th. Uh, we should be putting out our last episode of the year on the 20th. Yes. Cool. So uh, we'll be back with you guys on uh, with a new episode on January tenth. Wow, January twentieth. January tenth, twenty twenty two. We're gonna be coming back with some fresh content, some new stuff. Uh, hopefully, a couple more guests because I am talking to someone that I'm hoping that we can get on here. Uh, but I'm not gonna mm-hmm. push that too hard right now. All right, uh, Ida, five second advice. Go. Uh. Sure. Brush your teeth. Mm, time's up. That, that's just, okay, you dentist. Um, <laughs> hey, I just got my braces off recently. Yeah, you did. And you know what? Your smile is gleaming. I love it. You look great. Thanks. Uh, Matt, give me five second advice. Go. If you're building a ship and your metal won't stay in place, try using rivets. Riveting stuff. Loved that. Um, wow. Incredible. Yeah. God, I really hope he said something there. Um, I came out so much more enthused. That wasn't nearly five seconds either. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan, five seconds of advice. Go. Um, yeah, that was it. Yep. Cool. I heard Sometimes it. the best advice I, is no advice. I, I read it telepathically. <laughs> uh, well, did you? I yeah. sure hope everyone else got it. Um, yeah. Because I said exactly what they needed to hear. See? Honestly, I'm, I'm, I, like you said, five second advice, and I just kind of stared at these onion rings I'm waiting to eat. Yeah. Um, so let's l- get you to them. Let's end this show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for coming out to listen uh, or doing whatever you're doing to listen um we really appreciate you guys so much more than we could ever uh, convey yeah True. uh this has been uh geekly bi-weekly we love you guys please when you go out into the world after you turn this off or after it ends um do me a favor and be kind to yourself and be kind to others because uh there's a lot of shit going on and um yeah make sure you tell your people you love them that you love them because you never know when it's going to be over uh wow that got a little dark i'm sorry (laughs) um thank you guys seriously thank you we love you guys so much um and we will see you uh very soon don't miss us too much but also come check us out on our uh social media you'll see us there we'll be talking sometimes okay love you bye love you bye
all the dogs in the area are going to be like, what the fuck, dude? Um, <laughs> What'd you say about my mom? 